Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Happy 2021. And already I could see the vibe started to shift already. Actually, it started to shift a bit in December. And uh, especially if you're me and you pay attention to the signs. So that's what I've been looking at. I've been like, eh. Okay, how's that working? Is that working? Is that not working? What's easier now than it's been? And it's been fascinating for me when I think about this. But let me give a shout out to Mr. B. Hello, Mr. B. Hi there, Pat, and Happy New Year to you as well. And the, and the yeah. fam, the crew there, everyone. Yeah. So, Benny, yep. Uh, yep. how was the new year for you? Pretty good. I uh, just kind of hung out, stayed in place, did the quieter version. There it was virtually sent uh, on the TV there. The Seattle Space Needle did their virtual thing, which was kind of cool, did. actually. And I'm glad they did it. It was a really good turnout. Well, it for was those... a really good turnout. It was yeah. really different, right? Because right? everyone stayed hopefully at home and did their thing. So, yeah, <laughs> great turnout. Uh, well, you know, look, I mean, one of the things that I love is the level of creativity that yeah. people have basically shown and demonstrated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that I am fascinated by is how people have gone to a place of these spiritual moments, you know, these moments that we reflect on. And <clears throat> I'm really struck by them in a lot of different ways. Um <clears throat> I'm, I'm watching some really interesting things. I mean, you know, because of the business I'm in and you're in and we're in in media, we try to stay in touch with what's going on in the world, right? You know, we try to at least stay on the edge of it to make sure we're, you know, if our guests bring something up, we're at least plugged in. But one of the things I'm really struck by is what does it mean to savor life spiritual moments? And when I thought back on this past year, 2020, there were many, many, many moments that I could point to where this transmutation from anxiety and stress and depression into a sense of freedom, into almost magical energy shift. And the question really does become, you know, what does it mean to savor these life spiritual moments? That's why I have my very special guest joining me here today, uh, Colleen. I, I say foyer Bolin, but, you know, I probably will get corrected on that. <laughs> joining me here today, who is the author of a book exactly about that, but also a body of work, life's work. When we're talking about savoring life spiritual moments, we get to talk about what that means and really step into that place. So today with Colleen, we're going to take a journey 
and we're going to step into this space where I wonder if you too, wonder if you too can hold on to these moments, can remember these moments. And if you cannot, hopefully you will hear something today from this book that's filled with backstories and filled with exercises and filled with information about how attitude versus circumstances is so important. And many of you have heard me talk about Viktor Frankl, one of my heroes. You know, um, somebody gave me his book many, many years ago, and now I understand why they were saying, hey, Basili, learn something. But today, let's take a journey with Colleen. Colleen, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Oh, thank you. Joy to be on. Um, I want to ask you about spiritual moments. I want to talk about this because I think that they may mean different things to different people. Like you just heard me use it in reference Mm -hmm. to my experience in 2020. But the way that you talk about the alchemy of transforming everyday experiences into life-changing events is so critical for the time we live in. Let's talk about what this has come to mean for you and how important it is today. Well, for me, um, I think of the spiritual moments as as magical moments that are just scattered throughout the day. And it's almost like there's this daily Easter egg hunt and all these jewels are hidden around and I can find them or not. But if I pay attention and I find them, I have these little bursts of joy throughout my day. And I see those magical moments, those little jewels as coming from the divine, from the source, from spirit, whatever name that you give that, that being, that power. So for me, um, that is a lot of what those spiritual moments are about. And I think when I I can personally bring them together um, and when other people I know do that, that it brings um, a peace of mind and just being able to be calmer inside oneself is such a powerful thing to be able to, to create. You know, let's talk about this for a minute in the context of sometimes, you know, at least for me in my journey, and thank you for, you know, really addressing that question. But the thing I want to ask you about, and, and this has been a misconception for me, you know, I started this 16 years ago, not thinking about what what I would be doing 16 years in the future or what things would mean. But what I learned Mm -hmm. along the way is that if I look at what other people define as a spiritual moment, I may or may never get to experience it. How personal is it for people to really seek and find their own spiritual moments as opposed to borrowing somebody else's and thinking that's what I have to shoot for. Right, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that that it kind of starts back a step that um, people need to have a little bit of quietness in their lives in order to tune into that inner voice or their gut, wherever they get their true messages from and, and from there, they can kind of find out what their lexicon, what their alphabet, what their um, way of noticing and enjoying spiritual moments is. 
and then um, just paying attention to how things resonate in their bodies. So I was out walking in the rain the other day, pouring rain. And I noticed on the side, there was a puddle and little bubbles kept popping up in the bubble in, in, the, in the water. And to me, that was pretty magical. And so I just stopped and I watched the bubbles popping for a moment. And for me, that was a small spiritual moment that brought me joy. And so for other people, that may not be the thing at all. But in order to find out what it is, they need to kind of know their inner self a little bit in order to discover what's going to bring them joy and what's going to feel like a spiritual moment and a spiritual connection. You know, I was reading about you and about your own spiritual journey. And um, it's so much of what I read parallels a little bit of my own. And I find it interesting that both of us are here and talking about spirituality or spiritual journey um, and what that has come to mean in the world. I happen to live in a, a city or a state, however you want to call it. When the last survey was taken on what is the most religious city, what is the most spiritual city, our city came out to be the least religious and the most spiritual like number one on the chart. And it got me to thinking, what does that mean exactly? And then when I looked, I looked at the diversity we have here in practices. Everything from my background of Southern Baptist stepmom to a spiritual center that people classified as new age. I mean, we've got it. Do you think people are searching to find something that fits them so that they can fully express these spiritual moments without shame, without guilt, without thinking, oh my gosh, I shouldn't experience that. What do you think? Right. Well, I'm also in Seattle and so um, we're in the same environment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was just reading, it's kind of connected to our, our pandemic experience and to spirituality. But just, I think it was yesterday in the BBC News, they had an article saying, that at this particular time, people are really focusing in on their spirituality, people who haven't been before. And part of that is because they have time and they can go online and they can not have to interact with people and make a decision of, yes, I wanna be here, or yes, I wanna be there, but they can just kind of flit around to different services and see what fits and what doesn't, what they like, what they don't. So I think this is a really, um, powerful time across the globe um, for people to be turning inward, um, partly because we can't turn outward, you know, depending on where you live, but you know, here in Washington state, we're pretty restricted in what we can do. Um, but it gives us this great opportunity to have that rich internal life that maybe in other times we were too busy to pay attention to. You know, when I was reading your book, uh, one of the things I was struck by, well, two things in particular. Uh, of course, I was struck by the conversation on joy, although it's never really been my path. You know, joy has never been the leading, uh, how should I say it, the leading energy for me. Um, only because I think for the most part, that is something I had to fully experience and understand because I didn't have a basis for it. But I really glommed on to your words and your message 
in both gratitude and inspiration. And I couldn't separate them in my mind. I know they're separate in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my mind and, and in my experience, I was thinking about these and I was reading some of the stories, especially miracles happening all around us. And I wanted to ask you about what you find now. What you find now is what is the most significant point of awareness? For example, when I was reading this, I was really struck by something that I reflected on synchronicity. I thought about this over and over again, and I could pretty much write a book and pinpoint everything that's happened to me positively as a synchronized moment. For you, is there an aha moment that came to you as a result of writing this book? Mm, That's a very good question. This book was, it's kind of like you, I had indicated at the beginning of the show, it's kind of a a lifetime book. Um, I wrote it over about 12 years. And so there were, there were many, um, many different, you know, periods I went through, you know, my kids kind of grew up in the time that I was writing the book. And I think for me, um, the process of being willing to publish the book, um, I'm a very private person. um, And to find that, I, I would, for myself, I call it bravery to be able to have anybody, you know, see my interior world. Um, to be able to get to that point was very powerful where I was like, okay, I can do this now. You know, there were many times before I thought about publishing it and I was like, whoa, no, I'm not ready. And, um, and now I was, so that was kind of like a big internal step of why not share? I mean, I love when people share their lives. I love when you tell stories about your life. I think that's a very powerful thing to do. And why would I not want to be in that group of people sharing? Yeah. 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 And you know, I'm like you, people don't think this about me because of what I do, right? You know, I too am a, um, how should I say, a, a very private person. I mean, I think Benny will tell you, Benny and I have been together now, this is going on 17 years, but, you know, it took me, wow, like a lot of years before I even shared about the chronic illness that I was experiencing. And then I talked about it in the way I was experiencing it. For example, had it not been for this radio show and the ability to keep paying for airtime to keep this message going. I don't know if I would have got through what was going on in my body. I I don't know if I'd have been or had access to the resources that were in front of me. And what I love about, about reading your book is it got me to think. Now, let me ask you this. I want to talk to you about this when we come back from break. Many folks say, huh, yeah, but wow, this is such a rough year. You know, I mean, did you really find these spiritual moments? Did you really find this way to transform or create some alchemy in your life? And when we come back, I want to talk about the formula for this. And I call it a formula because the way that you laid this out in the book is if we could experience at least one incident of every chapter of this book, we could literally transform 
the worst of the worst energies. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with my very special guest today. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationDocRadio.com. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Dr. Patches Talk Radio Thrive By. Hey, you know what? Benny, Benny, Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? You know what somebody asked me? Hmm. This is a really interesting question because I, I want to talk to Colleen about it. Because um, it has to do with introspection. So somebody said to me, you know, Pat, we know you're not going to change the name of your show, The Dr. Pat Show, right? Because that's the show. And you also do Power Up. Now you're also doing the psychic and the doc with Mark Anthony. Then you also have live talk radio. And yeah, like punk. And somebody asked me this really interesting question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever wanted to change your tagline to the show? Nah. That's what I said. It's like <laughs> come eh, on. Who are those answer. people? You send those wrong people answer. to me, I'll tell them. Huh? 
And, 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 you know, it's interesting. I'm talking to Colleen here today. And by the way, Colleen, thank you for joining me here today. And I'm reading her book. And I and we're going to talk about this, Benny, because there's gratitude, right? It's exactly like I'm talking about, right? There's gratitude. And then you talk about inspiration. But in the back, right, she keeps us waiting for the punchline in the back. This is my two cents. She talks about introspection. And when somebody asked, I had two people ask me that question in the past two weeks, Benny, because they know we're rebranding. And I almost had a moment where I thought, huh. And then I said, yeah. Uh, so we're going to get to that right now. Uh, Colleen, please tell folks, one, how do they find out about you? How do they get a copy of the book? And then, Benny, let's go ahead and give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. All right. How do they find out about you and how do they get their own copy? Okay. Um, well, the name of my book is Savoring Life's Spiritual Moments, The Alchemy of Transforming Everyday Experiences into Life-Changing Events. It's available on Amazon and through independent bookstores. Um, people can learn more about me at my website, which is ColleenFoyBolin.com. I gave you a French name. Foyer. Yeah. And it's but, I, but I'll go with Foy. <laughs> uh, and, and let's when you got when everybody you go over to the book, I want you to also notice something else here about Colleen, because this is what I was really struck by. And we're gonna talk about the book in a hot second. But take a look at the artwork. Just take you, you'll see at the top, there's a tab here. And you can click on books artwork, which we're going to talk about in a hot minute here, because there's some special, special meaning in this, and we're going to tie it all together. Uh, I'm going to save my question about the color of your website for a minute. I'm going to hold off on that because I love it. I love it. Uh, Colleen, look, I want to talk about a couple things, and I do want to talk about the connection between, and let's start out with this, the connection, my connection with inspiration, gratitude, inspiration, and introspection. I have no idea why I pulled those three out. But funny, as I'm reading your book, I came across a little, what do you call them, subchapter? Subchapter? Yeah. In the book, which I think really addresses those three things. And I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to put you on the spot. And I'm going to ask you to talk about this right now. Luck versus attitude. Yeah. Whoa. Why did you put that in the book? Because that is like, mm -hmm. so I've never heard anybody refer to luck and attitude together. Tell me about that. And how mm -hmm. is that important in the world we live in today? Well, for me, the it kind of came about when I went on a trip with my kids. And this story is in the book. We went to Vancouver, B.C., and I was on an assignment to evaluate different places kids could go in Vancouver, and then it was going to be in a book. Um, it was pouring rain that day. I mean, just pouring rain. It was a bad start to the trip. Um, we got stopped by the police on the way up there because I was in the wrong lane. Um, and then we were supposed to go to a hike. It was washed out. We were supposed to go to an attraction. It was closed because of the rain. We tried to go to a restaurant. The parking lot was flooded. There were problems at our hotel. I mean, everything was wrong. And we just kept laughing more and more. And then we um, 
went to Science World kind of as a thank you for, you know, all we had been through. And we had a fun time playing with the experiments. And um, when we left, the um, car had been, um, the window of the car had been smashed in and somebody stole our luggage. And, and this was like at the end of like, I mean, like seven things had already gone seriously wrong. And we just kept laughing. I mean, we laughed the whole way home. It's like our favorite trip. And I was like, well, why is that? I was telling somebody about it. And she said, that sounds horrible. What are you laughing about? And I went, oh, I had a choice here. You know, so it kind of like I had the experience and then I had the realization. And then I said, I want more of that. So, you know, if I have this power, I want to use it. And, you know, I referenced Viktor Frankl uh, earlier. I referenced Viktor Frankl earlier. And, you know, what, what very few people know is somebody gave me Viktor Frankl's first book. And obviously, they wanted me to learn something from it. Well, that book um, and many others, but the message in that book transformed my life. And I think that's mm -hmm. what you're saying here, too. You know, we're looking at things that happen in our lives on a regular basis. But the, the, the secret, or how should I say it, the miraculous power of what you just described is such a game changer. What does it take mm -hmm. for us to learn how to do this? Because I do think you do have to learn it. I think, um, you know, I think awareness is is the key for any change that um, a person wants to make in their lives. Um, I have stories in my book about the inner critic. I had a horrible, mean, mean inner critic. And I'm not saying she's totally gone, but um, she has calmed down quite a bit. But I had to be aware of her first because she was always there. And so I didn't notice that it was something I had any say over. I thought that that negative voice was just something everybody lived with. And then slowly as I, for me, it was through meditation, but I'm sure other people could find other ways to that point. Um, I had like a moment of peace and I was like, oh, I can have peace. I can have peace of mind. <laughs> you know, how can I extend that out and have that be more than a second? How can I have it be 10 seconds or, you know, maybe a whole minute in the day? Um, but if I didn't have the awareness first that I had an issue then I have no way to solve it you know why would I want to solve a problem that I don't know that I have mm -hmm. yeah we're going to take another short break and when we come back we're going to spend the next 20 minutes or so talking about some of the what I like to say some of the go-to action items that people can implement right away that people can do in their lives right away and when we come back, one of the things we're going to talk about right out of the gate, I mean, like right out of the gate, the power of words. And many of you know, uh, Benny knows this, many of you know that we did a, um, an experiment a number of years ago. Wow, like more than a number of years ago. And what we did was we did a audio sound wave experiment with words. And we went through for a minute and we did a minute of what we would call positive words and a minute of what you would call negative words. 
And when we compared them, for example, good versus bad, and you looked at the sound wave, what you found was incredible. And it didn't matter if it was my voice or somebody else's voice. The energetic sound wave of itself, Mm. high vibration, low vibration, it was shocking, shocking. When we come back, the power of words is more than the power of words. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart change consciousness on transformationtalkradio.com transition simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience without change how would we grow tune into grounding into your radiance with stacy barber every second and fourth thursday at 9 a.m pacific on transformationtalkradio.com step into your truth and allow the light into your life for more information about Stacy and her services, visit stacybarber.com. That's Stacy S T A C I E barber.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on transformationtalkradio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Uh, I am so thrilled to have Colleen Foy Boland joining me here today. And of course, the book is Saving Life Spiritual Moments, The Alchemy of Transforming Everyday Experience into Life-Changing Events. But also, we're going to also talk about this segment. We're going to talk about words, but we're also going to talk about imagery as well, especially the imagery in the book. Before we do that, Colleen, what is the best way for people to find out more about you and get their own copy of the book? My book is available through Amazon and through independent bookstores. And people can get in touch with me at my website, which is ColleenFoyBolin.com. And I want to spell for it for all of you out there. It's F-O-Y-E, just so everybody knows. 
Benny, one more copy of the book. Let's do it. 1-800-930-2819. And for those of you out there, if you have questions, please feel free to call in as well. And we will see if we can help you. Um, Colleen, I, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things, but I, I really zoomed in on the, you know, what you were writing about the power of words. Now, I tend to, to link words and imagery together, but they're not necessarily. But let's talk about your reference in this book, especially when we're talking about introspection, because I found this fascinating that we're looking at power of words in the, in the section of the book where you talk about introspection, because sometimes when we look back or we look within our self-talk, it's <clears throat> devastating. Yeah. I'm fascinated why you put it in this section of the book and, and how powerful that is at the same time. What does this mean for you here? Well, I've used words. Um, I kind of began uh, journaling, um, gosh, probably in my 20s. And I was a, just a constant journaler. I never um, thought it would lead to writing. I just, um, it was a way of processing my thinking. So for me, it was a way um, to go inside. And I almost didn't know what I thought until I either put it on paper or I spoke it to somebody in words. But just within my own mind, I oftentimes couldn't figure out. So I needed a tool that I could use as a kind of introspection divination tool to find out even what I was personally thinking myself and to clarify it for myself. And then um, the story that I have about it in the book um, is about my roommate who always believed in the power of words and would say, you know, if she has a headache and she tells five people, they each get a little bit of her headache and she feels better. <laughs> And now they've done research and it says that, yeah, that can work. <laughs> it does. What is the expression? Misery loves company. Right? I mean, that not that an expression? I mean, and it really is. It gets contagious. But don't you find also that, you know, running into people that, what is the expression? Somebody said to me, you know, Pat, how do you see this? Do you see this is a, really a number of years ago, like decades ago? Somebody said, you know, what do you what do you think? Is the glass half empty and half full? And I said, it's neither. It's overflowing. It's not half of anything. You know, I mean, what's the idea of a half a glass? I don't get that, right? Um, and and so it's an interesting thing. And, and here's the thing: someone also said to me, Colleen you're either born with it or you're not. Now, I don't believe that's true. How can we help people take an action today to step into the energy of shift, of change, of the alchemy that you talk about? Mm -hmm. I think um, baby steps. Um, so as I said in the beginning, um, awareness and ways to get awareness are just taking like little moments like between an inhale and an exhale just for you know that not even a whole second and just focus inward. Um, if you're going somewhere and you park your car before you get out to take a moment to just go inward and you might want to then start expanding out those moments. Um, I have a lot of um, exercises in my book about ways that people can can tune inward and, and listen to that inner voice and get guidance 
about their lives that way. Because, um, so I, that would be one step. And that's kind of a mindfulness attitude technique. And then just when you're going around your everyday life, if, if you see something that you, you like, like something you bought on a trip and it brings back that memory, instead of just looking at it, say, wow, thank you, you know? Thank you for, you know, reminding me of that time when I got to, you know, go to the Grand Canyon or to Europe or, you know, whatever. And, and just appreciating those little moments and not letting them just pass by. You know, um, when I used to go for walks before the pandemic, I would just stroll along, stroll along. And now when I see something that tickles me or seems interesting, I stop and I turn and I look at it. And it, it only takes a little while, but I kind of then, you know, absorb it more and it, you know, it gives me more joy and more happiness to spend that moment with that delightful thing, whether it's a flower or the bubbles in the street that I was talking about earlier. Um, so I think those are the ways, just little playful ways. It doesn't need to be hard or work or anything like that. I think people can um, delve into this in really enjoyable enjoyable ways. Doodling is one of the stories that I have in there. Yeah. And let's talk about this because we're always in the energy of ourselves. We're yeah. always in the energy of ourselves. <laughs> so let's just talk about that for a moment, you know, and, and, and so when are we not in the energy of ourselves? Let me give you an, a, a moment and have you commented on it. We're not in the energy of ourselves when we're in the energy of somebody else. And one of the most powerful prayers or messages that I came across, wow, like over 30 years ago, is the serenity prayer. It's one of the mm -hmm. simplest prayers on the planet and basically one of the more difficult ones, right? God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can. And now here's the kicker. Wisdom to know the difference. See, that's mm -hmm. the kicker, right? I might be able to change this, but I can't change this, but I keep getting plugged into wanting to change this. So your book is addressing the power that we have to change within. Boy, if there was ever a time for us to learn this, it's really now. Mm -hmm. You know, did you know you were going to write this book for this time we're living in now? <laughs> no, wouldn't that be something? I would have bought a stock in Zoom, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I thought about it, and I didn't do it. Yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, if you think back, and I, I would like you to think about this for a minute before we go to break. Um, you included art in the book, and I and and. Earlier, I said this, I said, I, I tend to put the power of words and the power of imagery together in my mind, right? I mean, I have a hard time disconnecting them, probably because I have this learning difference thing that I don't actually see words. Every word, I see an image. I don't actually see a word. So if you say the word talk, I don't see T-A-L-K. I see a mouth going like this. Um, great later on in school for, a, you know, adult learning, maybe a thesis really good for that, not good to pass statistics, really not good. But imagery, you've included imagery in the book. Tell us about the power of that. 
Yeah. Well, the, the images I used are, are just everyday things. Like one of them is coleus um, plant. And then I work with it um, in a digital dark room and I turn it into a kaleidoscope. And for me, that is the same process I'm doing with everyday spiritual moments. I'm taking an ordinary thing like, you know, a stapler and I'm being grateful that it has staples in it, you know? And so I'm, I'm changing my attitude about it. I'm not just seeing it as, you know, something that sits on my desk. I'm seeing as, you know, something that I can be grateful that it works and it does what I need it to do. Um, and also, um, I also have um, other um, images in there that, that, that are all ordinary things. And it's just that, you know, that tiny shift, you know, and we can do that with our perspective. We can do that with our attitude. Yeah. Um, and so that, that was kind of the reason behind putting in those images. And if people go to my website, um, they'll see the before picture and then the kaleidoscope picture. And even on the back cover, I have just one example. So people could see where I have a picture of a glass um, sculpture and then what it looks like when it's kaleidoscoped so people can see that transformation. Um, yeah, and so for me, um, like you were saying, you know, it's, um, it's bringing together the visual with the attitude and with um, all of the other processes that we go through when we're thinking and deciding how we want to be in the world. You know, it's interesting. Let's talk about kaleidoscope when we come back from break, because I have always been fascinated by kaleidoscope. You know, when you're a kid, well, not now, but when you're at now, you get a 3D thing. But when we were growing up, we always were fascinated by these little kaleidoscope things we would get and look at. But there's yeah. a fascination with this, which is a symmetry, so to speak. And, you know, symmetry is another way to look at multiple sides of things, right? When we come back, I want to talk with you about here we are today. Here we are today. What would be your top three tips for people to take away from this show to implement in their lives today? Your top three. But I'm going to take a break. So when we come back, you have a little time to think about it. Let's take a short break, everybody. Benny, we'll be right back. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values and attitude in a dynamic way to learn more about sarah and her work visit sarahmain.com welcome to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i am so thrilled to be talking to all of you we have got talk radio for all of us are you ready 
ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life. Check us out at drpatcho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh my goodness. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose 1 to 3 pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Benny, Benny, Benny. Yes? He's so good, Benny. Well, thank you. <laughs> Kaleidoscope. Oh, Okay, we're going to talk about, I, I, I asked uh, Colleen, I put her on the spot. So we're going to get her a top three. But Benny, I want you to think about this. Okay. 21 years ago, almost to this day. Ah. 21 years ago. The big switch over. Yeah, the big switch over. Was one of the most gut-wrenching <laughs> songs ever sung, sang, sung, or written, or produced. Most gut-wrenching ever done. The words beyond the words struck people like a knife in the heart. I want you to guess which one it is. Maybe you can play it later. <laughs> Colleen, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, and the reason I bring up the songs, and Benny's, 21 years ago, there was a song that came out. Benny, I'll give you a tip. It was written by Prince, but Prince didn't sing it. 21 years <laughs> That's ago. That's too easy now. Wait, wait, wait. No, 30. 31 years ago. Dang, 31, <laughs> not 21. 31 years ago. We hang on to this stuff, right? Now, we got a lot to hang on to if we want to for 2020, but I need your help, your top three. Help us release me from myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things we were talking about during the break is it's kind of a rewrite of the serenity prayer. And and I guess that would be number one. And it's, um, God, grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change the courage to change the ones I can, and the wisdom to know that one is me. And so basically, you know, focusing in on ourselves and not trying to change other people. Um, One of the images that I've heard is um, to imagine ourselves having a hula hoop, you know, the circle of plastic around us and everything inside our hula hoop, that's our business. That's what we can, you know, we, we can deal with that part. 
but things that are outside our hula, you know, people are doing silly, crazy things. Um, that isn't necessarily our business. Um, so my second one would be um, gratitude because in this year we had so many things taken away or shifted. Um, and so to be in gratitude for what we have or for, to what we have found within our new lives. Like for me, um, I tended to be a person who kind of ran around a lot and you know, needing to be home and to be quiet. Well, one, it helped me get my book published, which hooray, I was very grateful for that. Yeah. But it also allowed me just to sink into quietness and, um, you know, and let's see. Number three, I think would be fun. I think it's really important to have, you know, joy and fun in our lives, no matter um, if it's playing a game with our family, uh, a lot of people are doing puzzles these days, um, listening to things on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of storytelling and it's just fun to hear stories about people's lives. And I think those would be my, my yeah. top three. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. One of the things too is, you know, people say this as well. And I thank you so much for this. And by the way, in your book, you give us a lot of things to do right? You really do. Um, I want to jump to one very important thing, which I pulled out of the book. And I think you call it a miracle. I think let's talk about miracles because I rely on them. And I don't mean, I don't mean miraculous things that, I mean, everyday miracles, you know, there are everyday miracles, right? That happen. Um, but I've also had some amazing, mir what I call miracles happen in life. Um, I see them when I'm plugging into the right things. Unlike mm -hmm. that song I just referenced that came out January 8th, 1990. Benny, did you, did you figure it out? I just gave you the answer, right? One of the saddest gut-wrenching songs that affected me personally in 1990. To this day, I cannot listen to this song without going back to that moment in my life. How do we remember 2020 but not relive it? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I see the, the power of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, I think it's, you know, where we put our focus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot has happened this year, um, you know, in our political world, in our health world, um, in people's work lives, uh, school. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, um, finding, you know, and it doesn't have to be like major positive. It can be small yeah. things like, um, you know, instead of going out to eat, you know, I, you know, learned how to cook or um, instead of getting in my car to play, go places, I had time to walk and to see things better. You know, I had time to maybe Zoom connect with people that I wouldn't have done otherwise, you know, in the storytelling world, you know, we're connected, you know, all around the U.S., around the world. You know, I've been on calls where people, you know, it was four continents of people coming together yeah. 
and the power of that, you know, that we're all there together doing the same thing together. And I think if we, you know, realize that we can, um, we can build on it because gratitude and joy, you know, they're, they're quantum equations. And the more that we bring it into our world, the more it's out in the world. Mm-hmm. And the more people that do that, you know, we're really pooling it together. And, and so we can look back on this year um, and look at those amazing things that have happened. And, and I think that is, for me, it's a great way to go full circle in our conversation today. And, you know, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining me here today, Colleen. Please give out your website again. And then I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with today. And thank you for all you do. Okay. Uh, my personal website is www.colleenfoybolin.com. And you can, you can reach me at there and you can get my book on Amazon or through independent bookstores. And what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? The main thing I would like to leave people with is um, to have grace for, for themselves and for other people. Um, you know, as we've discussed in this show, we're, we're all going through some very trying times and we may not look like we're doing the best we can and yet everybody is you know doing the best they can in that situation in that moment and it just kind of you know softens the edges of um this kind of hard situation that we are now in yeah and just you know instead of yelling at somebody who's driving erratically send them a blessing and wish them, you know, a safe trip. And, you know, they're just small ways that we can just, you know, put out positivity and and grace. I just love that word. I'm with you on that. And I'll tell you, we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep doing the vibe of Thrive right here on the Dr. Patrick Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Let's take a short break. Colleen, you rock. And that song, of course, was Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you, written by Prince. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. 